I don't even have the intro. Welcome to Layers of Film. This is the show where it's just talking about <laughs> movies and all that jazz. Mediocre people talking about masterful films and all that stuff. This is the end of season two, my friends. So this is going to be our special episode two on rankings of all the movies that we covered for this previous season. Big T, can you believe it? Two years. Can't believe it. It's and, flown by. And also, to commemorate this, Big T, we're going to be doing a name reveal of who you are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My social security number. So, Austin yeah. is going to dox me live. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, two years, man. It actually has flown by to me. I don't and know. And it's been consistent. I think we've only missed one month, right? Where we did yeah. it together. The trick is just once once a month. That's I've yeah. tried so many other podcasts in the past, and I've just fallen off. This is the one that stuck around because I only have to think about it maybe a week out of the month. Yeah. Or, you know. And I have to think about it even less because I do literally nothing besides watch <laughs> yeah. a movie, talk about it for a few hours, and then write a paragraph. So <laughs> I've relaxed. I've relaxed on the editing quite a bit since the beginning. I think it's okay. I mean, We're naturalists here. We should use... <laughs> Yeah, natural language. I don't think there's probably a few episodes in like the beginning of the show where I, I, I'm pretty sure like I removed every single um or uh or most of the likes because we can get in that habit quite a bit saying like 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 like. But now I'm just letting it slide. If there's like weird pauses, you know, I'll and it's like gone way too long. It's like okay, I'll cut that down. Yeah, but it used to take me like, like if an episode was two hours long, it would take me four hours to edit it. You know, damn, which sucked. I'm now listening out right now. I now now it's like two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. maybe it'd even take me five hours. You know what I mean? I don't know, but we're getting more relaxed. But I think it's fine. I think the quality is still good. I think as long as the audio is good, people will just skip over all of the fillers. That's what we do anyway. Is the audio good? Is it? Look, I listened to a podcast a few days ago that I was like, you recorded this that was from a phone inside your pocket. <laughs> like, <laughs> the audio yeah. quality was so bad. Oh, man. That's always a bummer with, like, I, I like podcasts where, like, specifically gaming podcasts that I listen to a lot of the times where they're talking to game devs and it's like, oh, this is so fascinating getting into the world of, of game development and talking to, you know, these big creators and stuff like that. But anytime you have a guest on the show, they don't have professional equipment yeah. usually. It's just over Skype or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like a phone call yeah. and it's like you can tell it's lagging and Yeah, and it's, it's just horrible. terrible quality. And it's like, ah, I wish I wish there was just a really easy way for all of these different podcast companies to send out equipment so that it's like good yeah, quality just like, every time. I would just be like, here's a link to your local library. Go and check out some <laughs> microphones. You can return can them. Can they do that? Do some, libraries do that? Some libraries do, yeah. A lot of libraries in the area I live in do uh, do tech rental. They'll even do like tools so you can like go rent a leaf blower or whatever. What? So, yeah. It's pretty dope. Wow. That's really interesting, man. Um, I love libraries. That's a plug for all local libraries. Go get a library card. Support your local libraries. I'll tell you what. Our local library sucks. It's hmm, not I wonder good. why. It's... What? Because no one's supporting it? No, it's... it's yeah, well, no, it's because you live in a red state that wants to defund every public institution. Well, no. Well, there's a town that's... 
I guess technically this is still like what an, a a rural town, although it's probably gonna be out out of that category soon because it's growing like a lot. But um, yeah, our library is like it's kind of shared with like you know another strip of stuff. Like it's in one of those buildings where it's shared stuff. And oh, interesting. There's like yeah, it's it's terrible. There's this weird kind of pillar in the middle though, so you have to the. The library is in a circle, so you walk around. It's like around. a donut shape. Yeah, it's terrible, and there's like barely any selections. Um, I went. I didn't think that we had a library, so I went to the town over, which is bigger, and their library is awesome. And we were all excited. Callie, my daughter, was so pumped. It's like, oh my gosh, look at all this stuff! And then I was like, okay, so what do we got to do to get a library card? And they're like, well, are you from here? And I was like, well, we're in the town over, which I don't think there's a library, right? And it's like, there is a library. And I'm like, oh. Like, unfortunately, you have the worst library. For reals, though. I was so bummed. I was like, it's like maybe an eighth of the size of the other library. And it's just like, there's nothing. You, they wouldn't let you get a library card there? No. Damn, that's, like that's gotta, here. Well, you, you, can, you can, but you have to pay money for it. It's like a uh, subscription. Oh, I have three library cards here. What? I have I have one in my um the county I live in. I have one wow. in the county I used to live in, and I have yeah. one for like the metropolitan area that I'm in. And they just they just let you get away with that? Okay, so here's the thing. They're all digital library cards because I listen to a lot of audiobooks. So um I use like Libby for yeah, audiobooks. Right. Um they're great for ebooks too. So I just do sure. a lot of the the digital content and I've never had a problem. Hey, you <laughs> know what really you know what really bothers me about like the idea of like the idea of Libby's cool. Mm-hmm. But it annoys me that they have to have it in stock physically for you to be able to check it out digitally. I think that's the dumbest right? Isn't that a thing? Like they have to have it. I don't I don't know if they have to have it physically, but I do know oh. that they can only have a certain number of like digital downloads. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe I was just missed. Still, that's pretty Yeah, ridiculous. it's it's an artificial barrier, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. you have to pay the authors somehow, right? Yeah, I guess so. I just think it's crazy, but yeah, whatever. But I love libraries. You should all support your local libraries. Um <laughs> if I could do any job, I think I would want to work in a library. I just love really? libraries. Get paid like seven fifty an hour. Well, yeah, exactly. If I could afford, <laughs> if I could afford it, I just I love think, libraries. I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I like the idea of libraries. Libraries. Sorry, I've been we've been Li- mispronouncing li- libraries. 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 Um. Anyway, I like the idea, of them, them. but I've never, I've never, I've never gotten really into. I don't know. It's like cheap. It's like, oh, look at all these used books. I'm not gonna. I'd rather buy. Oh, a book. Like, oh <laughs> That's how I am. <sighs> libraries are great. You can rent videos through libraries. You can That's true. do a lot of courses. There's like canopy courses you can sign up for. I'm telling you, libraries are great. Support your local library. Fun you libraries. probably just look up a YouTube video to figure out how to set up a canopy, though. Uh, get it? That's stupid. Oh I'm an idiot. Okay, bye. <laughs> See you later. All <laughs> right. <is> episode's over. <laughs> episode's over. Special episode two in the books. <laughs> Season two ranking. We didn't get to any of the rankings, but thanks for joining. <laughs> or you could keep listening, and we're going to do the rankings right now. Big T. Air horn. I'm not going to add that in. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> okay. So you know what? Our rankings are actually... Super off? Well, pretty, pretty off. Except for like the top... <laughs> the top few are actually kind of spot on. Yeah. Ish. 
but it's, here's the it's thing i'm really bad at ranking like if you were to ask me to rank the movies again most of them would probably be in a different order yeah that's because true. it's like am i ranking this on how much i liked it am i ranking this on like how much it made me think am i ranking it ranking this on would i watch this movie again like it's just yeah sure so all different yeah, to me, just... it's all of the above. Like, would I watch it again? How much did I enjoy our conversation about mm-hmm. it? Like, is it something that I could keep talking about it? Um, and yeah, just like whatever. There's there's so many things that you could go or that you could use to kind of come up with your ranking system. It's different for everyone, but but mine's the correct list. Yours is just the correct list. <laughs> sure. Actually, there's I I think there's a few that fall like right in line. Actually, for both of us, there's a few things where like I got it exactly where I thought. But the <laughs> our top movie, I could, I actually, I'm, I'm quite surprised that our top movie is our top movie, but it is. Oh god! Um, <laughs> but it, no, 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 it's, I, it's, it's good. So okay, so here's, I mean, obviously, if you don't know, I mean, this is just based off of the rankings that Big T and I have done. We take the average. Um, I just kind of add up like its spots, like the lowest amount or whatever, like in its ranking. I just kind of count them like the spot as points, it's and golf. so the lowest. What? It's golf. Yeah, it's like golf. So the lowest is like the highest rated things for us. The the higher the highest uh pointed whatever uh thing on the list is at the lowest spot for us. So this one was so I'll I'll start from twelve and, and go down and when we talk about that we'll kind of we'll take turns talking about why we put it, where we put it, and and also say where we put it. Yeah. Um and all that jazz. supposed to know that? Okay. Yeah, something like that. And yeah. Uh so let's just let's get into it now. At the bottom slot 12, season 2 A Simple Favor. We both had it at 12. <laughs> <laughs> which, I had a feeling. Which I know which I know that you you had already watched it before and you were really I think you were I really looking forward it. to yeah, I really liked watching it. it again but the second time it it wasn't grasping you right so well, yeah why don't you go ahead and go into yeah this. so I, we kind of were texting about this but I feel like pretty much all the movies we watched I I've enjoyed them there's not one that I've been like ugh that was so terrible why did we watch this you know um so I enjoy a simple favor like I would probably watch it again with like friends maybe or if it was you know whatever but I just think that a lot of the other stuff that we watched is a lot better and also watching this movie back um I mean it had been a few years since I had watched it the before um I just don't think that it was as entertaining maybe it's cuz it didn't have like the shock value or maybe my sense of humor has changed or whatever but um I just think that there are other movies that do this sort of like thriller comedy a little bit better Yeah it's true I I mean I'm kind of I'm kind of with you on that I mean if you remember back to the episode you can listen you can listen to the episode if there's any any anything on this list that you're just like oh I wonder why they you know they really cuz we'll obviously get deeper into it in those individual episodes but it just kind of falls apart for me especially at the end and yeah the um, third act is kind of chaotic in a bad it's, way it's it's yeah exactly it's just like what is going on and so I think that they're really like hanging their hats on just all these twists and turns and so I think kind of going into what you were saying if you're watching it again, you already know the twists and turns, so it's not like you said, it's not going to have the shock value anymore, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And so at that point it's more about the performances. The performances are good, and then also just all the other components, the music, the cinematography. There's for me there's not a lot that really stands out in those kind of realms, I guess. And yeah, it's just re- and and I just know 
like I remember saying, and and I remember thinking this that. I mean, there's a few movies on this list that are like this, but it's just, it kind of feels like a movie that doesn't quite know what it wants to be. For sure. And I remember looking back at the director and they come from like a really comedic background, but trying, I think for half of the movie, he was trying to go f- or she, I can't remember. It's but the, it's a he, it's the guy who okay. did Bridesmaid, Paul Feig or Fig or something. Yeah, right. Uh, trying to go for a like serious tone, but also would just completely slip into this weird comedic tone that, yeah. in my opinion, didn't really fit in a lot of the different... Like, that whole... I, don't, I guess I don't want to spoil it, because... Yeah, the I think the writing feels a little sloppy at times. Yeah. Like, you're not really sure what it's trying to... It's not as crisp as some of the other stuff, the dialogue yeah. and the writing and the plot. Yeah. But yeah. For sure. But, I think that's you know, they did their best. It's, like, it's... Uh, it's a fun movie. Like the, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a chill time. Watch it, watch it. If you could stream it for free or like stream it somewhere, you already have it. You know, have yeah, access to it. For sure, go for it. Why not? But yeah, that's number twelve. I don't I don't think I have anything else to say about it. Okay. Nope. <laughs> All right, number eleven. Big T. What do you think it's gonna be? I don't know. Don't ask me that. <laughs> it's another straight up match. It's the usual suspects. Oh, okay. We both nice. we both had it at eleven. Yeah. Uh, um. For me, I guess I'll start this one off. For me, the usual and there's a few there's a few movies on this list that are it's probably unfair, but I have like these other movies that I compare it to. Yeah, and I agree. I agree that that's very true. It's it's not soup like it's it's kind of biased, but if you remember back to that episode when we were talking about that, um, I was kind of comparing it a little bit to Ocean's Eleven, and I think there's a nostalgia factor, and I just think that Ocean's Eleven is so brilliantly done personally maybe there's things that you don't really like how maybe the characters are set up or or stuff like that but i think the writing is just so funny and so witty in oceans 11 and so when i come into the usual suspects where it's like it's somewhat of a heist movie there's a little bit more going on um it's just not as like kind of your descriptive word it's not as crisp you know yeah. they're they're doing their best and if i remember right pretty much everyone involved with that project was very um, like junior, I guess, when it comes to like making films, like it was kind of their first time. Yeah, doing well, didn't anything. the person who was in charge of music like he didn't even do music before no, that? Like he was an editor. The guy he, got like, like fired or quit or whatever. He's like, sure, I don't, I'll make a soundtrack. I don't remember him getting fired, but he was the editor, and he's just like, I want to crack at it. And it's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I think too, like you said, that there are just kind of movies in these genres that you kind of think of and you can't help but compare them to and it's just not yeah. they're kind of just not as good so it sort of yeah. you know i just also like part of the ratings factor is like how well i remember it <laughs> and i'm like i remember the usual suspects but i also feel like there isn't a whole lot of memorable content you know yeah sure yeah and there's i, I remember there's also some things about it where it's just like like kind of goofs in a way. It's just like, how would you not, how would you not know that? Like, there's, the, there's, yeah, the sniper that's like thirty feet from the bow. Yeah, that's in in clear like light and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, and it almost it almost feels like soap opera y. Like at least kind of at the end. I don't think yeah. I ever said this before, but I'm just thinking about it now. Where it's just like, I don't know, just kind of a cheesy ending with a yeah. cheesy twist or whatever. It's like okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, we kind of all saw this coming from a mile away. Maybe at the time, 
Yeah, this I think was also an amazing too, twist. Yeah. Yeah, it's an older movie, so it shows his age yeah. big time. Yeah. But, you know, it was I I guess as a as kind of a first effort from all of the people involved with that project, I guess yeah. it is. It's I, I mean, decent. it's it's rated really highly. It's considered like a great yeah. movie, you know, culturally. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I think it's because for its time, it was really great. But movies have just changed a lot. Yeah. 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 It is. Well, at least it you've gotten great. two of the rankings right so far. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're gonna be disappointed with with a few of them. That's for sure. That's funny. Um, all right, next up at the 10 slot for the ultimate rankings of season two, Pleasantville. I'm well, sorry, um, man. No, it's, it's okay. What did I put It's there? quite... So this one, this one's exactly spot on for me at my 10 spot. For you, though, where did it's you have number it? number six. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> You're forgiven. Oh, cool. That's great. The uh, lawsuit why- will be in the mail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you go ahead and get into why you had it at the sixth slot for you? Um, yeah, I think for me, like, and we again, we sort of talked about this in the text, but my favorite movies and my least favorite movies were really, really clear. But the middle ones, I was like, these could kind of go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I put it at six because I really like Pleasantville. I love the message. I love the cinematography of it. Um, I think that there's like some good lines. And every time I watch it, I sort of like learn something new about Pleasantville. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, I just I love Reese Witherspoon. So um, for me, I think it is a little higher up on my list um but i also understand that like it there's not a lot of like new material that this brings you know it doesn't really make you think about anything new that you haven't thought about it maybe makes you think about it in a different way but um yeah so that's kind of where i stand i bet at the time it made you think about a lot of things you know yeah maybe not so much anymore yeah yeah because a lot of the messages it has are pretty like mainstream now yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's interesting. You know what? Just like a quick aside, there's there's been so many occasions, though, where I've seen like old footage of stuff and I'm just like, wow, this this sounds just like today. Like, I guess this has always been a thing that we've been talking about, maybe yeah. more earnestly now, but still it's it's been a subject matter for sure. Um, yeah, for me, Pleasantville, this is another one of those kind of biased, I was kind of comparing it to the Truman Show, which we cover later, you know? And um, so there's a little bit of just like, if you're going to like kind of giving, getting into that category of just like this meta kind of backs, I don't know. Well, cause like the Truman show is about a guy who's in a TV show and he doesn't even realize it. Yeah. This is, this is a movie about people going into a TV show, <laughs> but they, but they and, do realize it, <laughs> but they do realize it. Right. So it's like, it's like this weird reversal, I guess, yes. in a way, and also kind of the tone like it's 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 like self-aware in a way and so kind of the truman show is like making fun of those soap opera type of things and this this movie is also kind of making fun of those 60s sitcom kind of things yeah, but yeah, also yeah. breaking through those barriers i do agree with you i think the message is really cool it's another it's another case as well though for me towards the end it just kind of it sort of becomes chaotic it's it tries to take on a lot of different messages like all at once yeah and for me i'm just like i'd rather you had just focused on one or two of those messages and maybe make it a second movie that like not about pleasantville 
per se, or you could, but like to tackle some of those other things if you really want to. Yeah. But it's it's almost as if the director was just like, but I'm not going to get another shot. So I have, and I want to talk about all these things. We got to talk about them all right now. We can't pay Reese Witherspoon two salaries. <laughs> <laughs> And so it's just like, I don't know, it kind of falls apart. Plus, that courtroom scene at the end just is totally horrible yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. It's so cheesy. It's so corny. And the music, mm-hmm. it's like trumpets and like <laughs> marching. I don't know what's going on at the very end of that yeah. film. But yeah, I think the first half was a lot stronger for me. Also, the cinematography gets weird towards the end. I don't know. It's yeah. like, it's a it's another like fun flick to get into, especially like the first half I really, really enjoyed, or maybe mm-hmm. the first two thirds. And then there's some other things that I think the messages are really good, just executed poorly in a way. Yeah, I or agree. It does as, get really yeah. busy towards the end. You know? Yeah. Like it's taking on a lot. It's taking on feminism, it's taking on sexuality, it's taking on power structures, it's taking on art. It's you know, it's like racism. Yeah, racism. It's like there's okay. A lot. Like pick a lane kind of. Pick so. a lane. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, it does get a little bit busy towards the end. But yeah, anyway, so that's why I had it at my number 10 splot. Splot. Hey, do <laughs> you have anything else you want to say about it? Nope. All right. All right. Number nine. Oh, never mind. I thought this was going to be spot on for you, but it's not. Not quite. Rude. Oh, wait. No, no, no. I'm looking at your ranking on accident. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this one. This one actually bothers me a lot <laughs> that it's here. Although it shouldn't because I did have it maybe in the lower half of my list. It 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 could easily make it towards the top half of the list, in my opinion. But this one's like now looking at the ultimate rankings, it kind of bothers me. The Hateful Eight is at number nine. Um, That's too bad I, it's not an eight. That would have been iconic, you know? I know. That's true. Okay, let me change my numbers it? real quick. You had it at 10. Um, I had I the Hateful Eight at, at 10. Yeah. I had it at five. Yeah. So that, oh, never mind. That was towards like the top half for me. I thought I yeah, had a little bit. That's lower. right in the middle. Oh, it's another movie that I was like, oh, I shouldn't be too yeah. disappointed. Okay. Yeah. So, Hateful Eight. I, yeah. I guess it's my turn, right? To start. Um, sure. Hateful Eight is so good to me. At number nine, it's a little disappointing. Although, well, actually, I guess, according, like on my list, like the, the last. Like the lowest four, all are just, you know, they make sense to me. And then everything else is so close. Like everything else at like from nine or no, eight and, and up to one. Like if you, if I had a list of like a thousand favorite movies of all time, they'd probably all be in my top 50. So they would all oh, be so nice. close. You know what I mean? Or maybe, I mean, who knows? I've never done a ranking of a thousand, but you know, they would all Season be really close. A hundred. Yeah. So when you, when you take it down to like a list of 12, it seems really far away. But in reality, yeah. in my mind, they're really close together as far as quality for different various reasons. But And Hateful Eight is in the top 50 for you. I would say so. Yeah. No, or I mean, top I, 100, maybe. I know but, you really like Hateful Eight, so. Yeah. I mean, really, my only, my only issue with it is... I, I like it could like the dialogue is so expertly written, but can just go on for slightly too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's the dialogue is so strong that you can hang on to every single word, even though it is a little long. Yeah, like it's it's very very well written and so descriptive and just so interesting. It's yeah. like you're reading a book and you're just totally in it. You know, you're yeah. in the zone. And then the action, the performances, the 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 camera. You know, the cinematography, the the music is just, oh, the music is so good, especially the beginning. I mean, we just talked about it recently, but like it just immediately hooks you, in my opinion. And it's just so, yeah. 
so beautiful. So I think I had it at my five spot, um, which totally makes sense to me. <laughs> but I know you have some issues with it, and you can. Yeah, I mean, ahead. I think I agree with you that the dialogue goes on for a little bit too long. I think a lot of the other things go on a little too long like some of the scenes where it's like two minutes of snow i'm like okay we get it or like <laughs> yeah, sure. two minutes of them putting stakes into the ground i'm like we get it you know right so i think a little some of it is like let's move this on a little bit faster yeah like i remember feeling that in multiple times throughout the movie and then also honestly just like the gore i, <laughs> I know <laughs> like i just i really don't like gore yeah. like that and so i'm like i don't need to see hamburger meat in your hair you know yeah, sure. chunks of brain in your hair <laughs> so i think for me when i was putting the hateful late i put it lower because i was like i i really liked the dialogue and i thought that the plot was really fun and they do a good job of having a, a movie that takes place in one scene but um, i'm like for rewatchability, i don't really think i would ever rewatch this movie oh. <laughs> yeah not even on the clean flicks or a <laughs> good angel flicks. version. Maybe I would just squeeze my eyes shut whenever, <laughs> oh, the, you know. So. so what's something just just quickly? It's something funny for me is like I used to have a really hard time with gore too, and then I just watched a few Quentin Tarantino movies, and now I'm like I'm loving it. So, so I'm gonna funny. just keep suggesting just gory movies, and then you're just gonna get desensitized and, oh, and fall in love. <laughs> no. Ah, uh, all right. Well, that's the the hateful eight number nine. We had a so this was one where um, it was kind of tied with the next one, and so because it had, I should have explained this at the top because it had a greater difference of where we put it on our lists. Yeah. It ended up getting the lower spot, whereas the other one where we're a little closer on or a lot yeah. closer on, it only had a difference of one for us. Um, number eight, Ex Machina. So okay. this one, yeah, pretty interchangeable. Like I had it at um, eight, I think, and you had it at nine. Yeah. So really close. Um, this conversation, actually, no, it's your turn, man. Why did you have it at? Uh, I had it your at eight, nine spot. Nine. Um, this is kind of in the list where I start to have to. Um, I don't know. I just like comparing Swapping it to the rest that. of the movies. I'm like the other movies just have things that I like more about Ex Machina or than than Ex Machina, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean I do I love the conversation we had about this. I feel like there's a lot of like I feel like Ex Machina is a movie you could watch and just talk about so many different things for so long. Um I, I love the ending to it. I think it's very um the 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 word I always saw use being used to describe this movie is like cerebral, you know? Mm. Um, and mm. I just think that there's like a lot of really rich content here. I think it was just sort of on the lower half of my list because um, we start to get in other movies that I'm like, ooh, I liked this a lot more, you know, or a little bit more at least. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, exactly the same way. I mean, like the, maybe there's like some days where I would probably put it in my three, you know, my three spot instead. Yeah. But... I I think I mean if you look at the rest of the films I'd probably always edge it out a lot of the time but yeah there might be some days where it ends up higher on the list for but, sure yeah I mean cinematography absolutely beautiful I love the tone and and I'm always a sucker for f feeling like garbage at the end of a movie you know <laughs> and this totally this totally makes you feel like hopeless in a way like, yeah for sure at least to me and it's just like oh my goodness and um yeah again like you said like there's so much that you could talk about and even though I I haven't 
really done a lot of research into like AI and all that stuff, but it is something that's super prevalent in life right now. For and sure. Kind of a, yeah, kind of a part of the discussion quite a bit. And so it really gets into that. So to me, there's so many different um, paths that you could take to talk about this movie. And it's just so, like you For said, sure. super rich. For I love sure. it. Very good. Absolutely watch that. And worth a rewatch, in my opinion. Love it. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Number eight. Now, Big T, what is it? Oh, don't make me guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know your brain. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Okay. Number eight is Silver Linings Playbook. Very good movie, man. Yeah, now, I had for it, sure. I had it at number six on my list. Yeah, I, and, had number, I had it at number eight. And just kind of, again, just like, just kind of gets edged out a little bit by some of the other things at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. But it's very close to me. And I think this movie was our first movie for season two, if I if I remember right. I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, and it's, man, there's just something about this movie. I love the tone. I just, it's kind of light, but it's heavy at the same time. I agree. I think it deals with like mental illness very well. Exactly. And it's that's, a very accurate description or depiction. Yeah. And there's, there's days where like, this would probably be at my number one spot. Like when this movie, when I, when I came upon this movie, I think it had already been out for a little while. I had been, or I was in a spot like mentally where I was just like, I feel like I'm messed up and like, there's no way like anyone understands what I'm thinking or, you know, what I'm going through, all that stuff. And then when you watch this movie, it's like, I just love the message that everyone has their own thing. Yeah, you know? I, I do too. And so it's just so, I think it, yeah, really, like you said, it handles that so expertly in my opinion, because there's not a, there really isn't a single character in here that doesn't have their own problem that Correct. they're dealing yeah. with. And so it's just, and, and, and it's fun. The, the performances are amazing. I think everything really feels authentic. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like these people, these actors actually spend a lot of time with each other is, is what it felt like. And they mm-hmm. really were those characters. Um. And the and, characters' uh, backstories yeah. were so well fleshed out or yeah. felt fleshed out, you know? Like, That's you true. really feel like, oh, yeah, this person is, a, like, about to lose their house or this person's really struggling with this issue. Or, like, even yeah. when they're just, like, a side character, they feel like human beings. And and another thing, and I was thinking about this last night when I was putting putting my ranking together, is, like, look at that tattoo. Um, yeah. Basil. <laughs> Basil, Basil, um, Basil, Basil, Detective Basil, or something like that. The Great Mouse Detective. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> next movie. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'm gonna go for that. Um, something, something about the end is like it really, like they're going through a lot throughout the entire film. It's pretty chaotic a lot of the time, mm-hmm. but I think it kind of handles this message of like. You oftentimes in life have these expectations about where your life is going to lead you and what you want out of it and how you think you're going to be your best self. Mm -hmm. And then something will come along that totally gets you to a really good spot that's not your vision per se, but still really good. And just understanding the fact that this is actually the path that you should be on now. And I just, I think that that's, that ending is just so good. And even though it's not what Pat was envisioning, it's, he finally makes that realization that it's just like, no, this is, this is actually like perfect. I should really be 
going for this, you know? And yeah. it's just cool. And I just like that message. I don't know. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I love it's it. yeah, it's a good movie for sure. Did I start that discussion? And you, is there anything else? Yeah, you, you to started say? it. No, no, no. I think that you summed it up really well. Well, no, I don't want to. You're supposed to have your turn. Although you, I, I did you have my turn. You did have your turn. <laughs> we okay, inter- I interspersed with you. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, yeah. that's hey, that's that's a good conversation there. Then, <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. That was number seven. That number was eight. six. That was number. Eight. No, it wasn't. The ultimate. Oh, did I mess it up? I. I was looking at your list again. I need to stop doing this. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It was. We have a simple favorite at twelve. Usual suspects at eleven. Um, Pleasantville at ten. And then Hateful Eight at nine. X yeah. Machina at eight. Oh, and then so, that was seven. Oh, okay. Okay. I probably said it wrong. I probably said it wrong, and I was looking at your list, but I should have been. I really. Oh yeah, it. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. This is why I need to do this website that I was talking about earlier, <laughs> so it's, it's a lot easier to read for me because I'm like trying anyone to scroll up to, and down. Anyone wants to be our intern, um, do some work for us. I should it's, be. It's an it. unpaid internship. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Make it happen. Um, maybe you'll have some full time work afterwards. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> it's a big maybe. Yeah. You can put it on your resume. <laughs> yeah. Big T will reimburse all your wages. Um, I will pay you in Starbursts. <laughs> do you, you looked over on your desk. Do you have Starbursts on your desk right now? <laughs> no, I do not. Okay. Unfortunately. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So that was number seven. Number six, which I this is going to be another disappointing one for you, I think. The Birdcage. <sighs> you I know. sinner. I know. I had a quite low on my list, to be honest. It's at it's at number nine on my list, but it's at number two on your list. Yeah, like really high up there. This yeah. one actually, this one surprised the crap out of me when I saw your list. I'm like, no way he puts that at number two. I feel like there was much better films than The Birdcage. Here's the thing: there are. This is the problem I have: is that it's like the mindset that I was in when I ranked it is like different than the mindset I am right in right now. You know. Yeah. But I just think for like. I don't know. I love Nathan Lane. I love Robin Williams. So like them together is great. Like, and and I love Mm. the message of the birdcage too, especially for the time, especially honestly for the time we're living in now. Um, Like, I just think it's like a really heartfelt movie. Um, It's like a little silly and there's like weird things at times, but I don't know. I just, I think that the, like the message and like the heartfeltness of it is just, really good i don't know no yeah i could see that like i mean i agree see that's the thing it's like there's a lot of people that they really latch on to the message and that's the most important thing that they can get out of it and for me like the message is important and definitely adds to like where i'll rank something personally but it's it's another like you know how we were talking about silver linings playbook and it's it's like there's there's it's light but it's heavy and it yeah, marries it's very complex. it marries yeah it marries the two like brilliantly in my opinion this one it doesn't it feels like oil and water like yeah the first I could see half, that I could see that the, yeah like the first half is super light and then the last half is like super dark and it's there's no marriage of the two it's not interspersed you know it's not really playing with it too much except there's a few light parts in the you know in the last half but yeah um it's yeah, that marriage just isn't quite there. Yeah. Funnily enough, the movie is about marriage. Yeah. <laughs> I could see 
like to me when I think back on the birdcage, like yeah, maybe the cinematography is not great, like the dialogue isn't super crisp, like we were saying, but like the birdcage is a movie that I f- think back on and have like a very positive emotional reaction to like i feel a very strong sense of fondness like the birdcage is a movie that i would watch on like a rainy day or if i'm feeling a little sad or whatever you know it's just like a movie that i feel very is like very cozy to me it's very comfortable i could see that 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 is something that i'll say about i mean number one nathan lane his character i can't remember the name but it's like one of my favorite characters of all time now he's so fun to watch yeah and he's he's fun to watch throughout the entire film. And I wish I had some more of that energy with some of the other characters. But uh, rightfully, like what they were, I think what they were trying to say with this movie and how you know dark it does get in those circumstances, it makes sense. Um, yeah, I was just looking for a, a greater marriage of the two, the light and the yeah. You know, I think that's a fair criticism. But but this is a movie that I would probably like if there was a group of people. And it's like, oh, what should we watch? It's like, you know what? The Birdcage is a fun movie. Like, let's put that on. I bet I bet a lot of people will like watching this one. Yeah. You know? So I would I would recommend this movie. Like, if you're looking for a fun time and um Or if you just want to like feel a little bit better. If you're feeling a little heavy, if you're feeling a little yeah. depressed, you know. Yes. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's good. And I mean that opening, like that long shot or whatever it's called, is very fun. Yeah. It's a yeah, very good. And uh Oh shoot! What's the fairy dust? Fairy dust? Fairy dust? I love fairy that dust, part. Fairy so, dust, fairy dust, I don't know why yeah. that I lashed onto that so hard. It's yeah, so that's funny. good. That's good. Um, oh, cool. All right. So that was number six. Now we have something here, Big T, that we didn't have to deal with previously, and I don't know exactly how we should deal with it, but we have. So the birdcage and these next two were all tied, like with the same amount of points, but the difference was quite great with the birdcage. Yeah. And then these next two, the distance or the difference between our rankings is the exact same. So just, I don't. They're just tied for fifth then. They're tied for fifth. Well, I thought it would be interesting for us to say both of them and maybe Choose. through. Maybe, yeah, we just kind of, with our discussion here in a little bit, we figure out which one should edge the other one out. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Sounds good. Because it might feel different today. You know? Yeah. It might feel different. We'll see. Now, number five. And also slash, number five, <laughs> also number five slash four, whatever, depending on how this goes, Who will come out on top. We have <laughs> nice. I'm not going to create another song for this. Okay. <laughs> the Shawshank Redemption and Spirited Away. See, already I'm like Shawshank Redemption is really number four. Number four and Spirited yeah, Away is just Spirited number five. Yeah. Interesting. I think Shawshank Redemption it, what did I have better. on here? Shawshank Redemption is four yeah, for four. me, yeah. and Spirited Away is seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then What's it's the, the opposite for me. I had it at I had Spirited Away at four, and Shawshank at seven. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Which is why it's like I was trying to look. I was like trying to figure out how I could break this tiebreaker. Yeah. I'm like, okay, the difference is the same, but and then I was thinking it's like, well, maybe one is on a different spot. And I'm like, wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. And then obviously I looked at it and compared the two because they yeah. have to equal the same amount. So it's like, well, no, it's yeah. not. It doesn't make sense for it to be anywhere else, dude. You chose both these movies, right? Oh yeah, I did. This yeah, they're, they're your away. babies. You have to I, choose. It's a Sophie's no, choice no, here. No, stop it. We're gonna talk about it right now. <laughs> Take the okay, boy. well, okay, yeah. So you say let's talk. Well, okay, let's talk about each of them individually, and then yeah, we'll yeah. talk about. 
we'll maybe like provide our our arguments of you know why we think that one's better. Let's just start with Shawshank Redemption because that's the order that I have it in the list yeah. for now. But um, Shawshank Redemption, you uh, whose turn is it to talk? I don't even know. It's your turn. You go for it. I talk a lot. You go for it. Um, here's the thing: Shawshank Redemption is like a movie that I don't remember a whole lot of information about. Well, because one, I have a terrible memory, but. Sure. I just, I feel like the conversation we had about it was really good, but I just really think that they do a good job of dealing with a lot of heavy content. You know, it's like Pleasantville, you have all of these different themes and it feels really messy and like there's not a really strong structure, but Shawshank Redemption, I feel like is just really well structured out. I love the ending to Shawshank Redemption too. Great ending. Um, and I think it's a little bit hard to compare it to Spirited Away because one's animated and one's live action. Because I think the cinematography in Shawshank Redemption is phenomenal. Like yeah. from the very beginning when you have that like overhead scene of the prison, I just I think that it's done so well. And you can't really compare that to an animated movie because they're just so such different mediums, you know? Um but yeah, I just I I mean also like um, I just, I just think that Shawshank Redemption is just like, has so many good themes to it and really great scenes and the dialogue is awesome. And I don't know. I just really like it. Yeah. It's funny thing is like, or for me, you having it quite high on your list, it was actually surprising. Cause when I think back, I mean, we had a lot of good discussions about the film, but I, I mean, you said it's like it was it was good. Like you weren't like blown away by it, which Look, if I remember fickle. right. And so now, You're yeah, now it's at right. number four. Oh, changing his mind <laughs> months later. It's like um, a good wine. Okay, it needs some time to age. <laughs> need to marinate on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, sure. I no, I think. I mean, this one. I think it's what on on pretty much every movie ranking list of all like yeah it's, it's true like it's like the, the greatest best of all time whatever yeah yeah so like the cinematography is i i totally agree with you is just amazing the music is so good that's one of those movies where like the music yeah. really stands out especially and i said it on the you know, the episode that we covered that movie on i i'll always remember that the music that's playing when um, you know, he's getting out of prison and it's just like, oh my, like just how in your face it is and triumphant, mm-hmm. but also dark at the same time. It's like, there's a lot going on, but yeah, I think also there's just a lot that it really gets you to think about. It, it's, I feel like there's not a lot of movies that do this, but it's just like this really, is this the right word? Like platonic, like this really deep platonic, like love between yeah. men right platonic romance yeah 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 yeah. it's just so it's so good and and when you really look look into all of those characters especially like brooks the you know the old man like just how heartbroken he is to leave all of these people that he's gotten to know since you know well i guess you know since they've gotten in there i think he's probably one of the older people in the jail i think he was admitted or admitted but put in there like at 17 or something like that so he's yeah. been stuck there forever. And um to just that that be your environment for the greater part of your life and to be removed from it is just so 
Yeah. I don't know. Like you don't think about that kind of thing. He's just heartbroken over it because he loves these people deeply. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think that we talked about this too when we discussed this movie, but like, it's very, um, like a lot of people that used to like that were in prison or that have, that are still in prison or whatever that watch this movie, like really like it because it's a very rare prison movie. That's not about like violence and crime and sure. all this stuff. Like you said, it is very like about brotherly love and about, about community and about um, like kind of building each other up and protecting each other and stuff. So I just, I don't know. It's kind of like a different angle, which I really appreciate. Yeah. And, and also, you know, something that you wouldn't expect from a lot of those, you know, like prison movies and stuff is like Mr. Crab dark... killing someone. Well, what? Mr. Crab's killing someone. Yeah. Well, no, that does get into <laughs> it. Like the villains of the movie are the cards and they shouldn't be right. They shouldn't be the villains, but they are. Well, I guess I don't know, but I mean, yeah, I feel like the way that it should be, theory, they yes, should not but... be the villains. Right. Yeah, in theory, Correct. the way that it should yeah, be. Yeah, in theory, in TV and in reality. Yeah, it's uh, maybe not so much, but but it's just like, and if I remember right, like the music usually gets darker and it feels more villainous when it's the guards that are like being yeah. shown on camera, which is very interesting. You just don't expect that, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I think it's cool. Um, okay, defend Spirited Away, you animal. What do you mean, dude? It's so good. What are you talking about? <laughs> so okay. So for me, this is just one of those movies that totally, you know, it it's my first Studio Ghibli movie watching it from start to finish, right? I think I have seen some of Howl's Moving Castle, but that's it. I've, yeah. I haven't seen like anything else. And so we've probably debated if it's Ghibli or Ghibli. I can't remember. but I think, I think it's Ghibli, but. I like Ghibli better. It sounds. <laughs> Ghibli, like is, Ghibli is pretty fun to say. Yeah, yeah it's fun to say. Um, it's like. It's just one of those movies that I know that every time I get sick, I'm going to want to put it on. And it For just sure. Brings, it brings so much comfort. I agree. And you want like a big cozy blanket. And yeah. Yeah. And if you have like these dark and gory movies from Quentin Tarantino, but he can make like the smallest things so interesting and mm-hmm. really like maybe he drags things on for a long time, but like it could be a pretty mundane conversation and yet you're it's riveting yeah. and it's the same way with spirited away there's a bathhouse scene and they're just getting a bath ready with herbs and that's it and you're just it's magical yeah, you're it's infatuated by like everything yeah. that's going on it's like oh my gosh like i just want to see i just want the whole movie to be just the bath scene yeah wanna, you, <laughs> yeah or all the food or you just like want to you want to be there yeah. like you want to be in that world Shoveling, shoveling coal into a furnace. It's all magical. Even yeah. that nasty, grimy thing, it's magical because you got all these little sit beings yeah. going around. It's so cute. Everything's cute. They're dropping, you know, they yeah. realize they could take advantage of this girl and they just drop the rocks in the cells and she's got it. It's so, oh man, I just yeah. think it's so brilliant. Now, Everything obviously, is very, like has character and has life and stuff. So, yeah. Now, yeah, exactly. Everything feels like it's flowing and moving. Now, the the only thing that I really have a, an issue with is like all of the really corny anime things with I think Haku with that, yeah, ca- for that sure. character it gets yeah. really corny and I'm, I think a lot of it is I mean the kind of the storyline that follows him is a little you know kind of out there it feels kind of out, out of nowhere too 
Yeah, exactly. Like, but I'm then the river the same... you almost died in, or whatever. Like what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that whole thing is just like, why did you put that in there? We yeah. could have done away, and this would have been a ten out of ten in my opinion. But yeah. that dropped it down to an eight. But um, it's. I mean, even you know, in spite of that, like it's still I think such a great, brilliant, and and one of the cutest characters ever with um. Oh, I can't. She has like two names. I can't even remember either one of them. Do you remember? <laughs> no, I'm so bad with names. I know, me too. I should, I should, I was thinking about potentially like getting like all of the characters' names along with this so that I could have a quick reference, but I didn't do it. But I do have IMDb up right here. Chihiro. Yeah. That's, that's the character's name, I think. Right? Yeah. Um, Oh, Yubaba. Dude, there's so many. I love Yubaba too, even though she's not a good person. For, yeah, like, the characters are great in this. Oh, so good. And the performances are great. It's just, yeah, just that really corny stuff that happens. And and then Yubaba's sister, that's like this weird quick stint that, you know, just kind of feels out of place a little bit too. Yeah. But still. And I do love the critique of capitalism in Spirited Away. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I know you do. That's true. I love it. I love that movie. I love it so much. It's. I think it's so hard to choose like which one should be ranked above the other because they're such different movies. You That's know, true. like one is just like cute and heartfelt and just like really, really touching, and then one is like really, really intense but also really like beautiful and you know, it's just it's so difficult to compare them on so many different levels. Here's, 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 I mean, for me, I think why it kind of edges out, uh, Shawshank Redemption, I guess by a few points really, but, um, I just, I had seen so many, like I hadn't watched Shawshank Redemption from start to finish till now, but it had been on TNT for so like every single day for like years. Yeah, I had seen it so many times, like, you know. Not from start to finish, but, but you know, in its it. entirety, yeah, from bits and pieces. And so it's like, it's a little old to me. And Spirited yeah. Away was this brand new experience. So it's shiny, just like, animated. Yeah, shiny. Here's the thing I can <laughs> give, I can give Spirited Away the number four spot. Because... Oh, that's funny. Cause I was going to, I was going to do that for Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I guess that's we're flip flopped again. We still no, got to I will because the, as we talked about it, I was like, wait, this is a really good critique of capitalism. I'm very anti-capitalist, so like, hoorah! Let's rank anti-capitalist oh, propaganda. For That's them. hilarious. You have you have an agenda that you go for here. I do um, indoctrinate the viewers, indoctrinate the children. All right, cool. Okay, we'll we'll keep. I was gonna say like, I don't think that there's really anything to properly like or like. Yeah, maybe I, there's I, like I can't really critique really anything from Shawshank Redemption. And I'm almost I'm almost positive we talked about that in the Shawshank Redemption episode. <laughs> really? We were like, this is a great movie. There's nothing to complain about it. It just didn't hit the way I wanted it to hit. You know? Mm, I'm almost positive we said that in our review as well. Yeah. But if Yeah, let's just if 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 you're all right with it, big I'm cool. let's keep Shawshank Anti capitalism for the win. All right. Spirited away at four. Um anything else you have left to say about either one of those? Nope. Okay, let's move on to the unmistakable top three of our film or uh, of our ultimate rankings for season two. Actually, I'm, I do want I do want you to guess. Let's guess, guess. Big okay, wait, I have to see what we have left. Okay, I yep. think 
I think number we have number three now, right? Yeah. I would think that this is the Truman Show. Correct. Okay. Okay. Oh man, dude, the Truman Show. Where did where where? I want you to start. Truman first. Show is five for me. So pretty high up on your list as well. Okay. Yeah, and I okay. will tell you where did it fall for you. Uh, uh, three. So it landed exactly where I wanted. Yeah. Um. The Truman Show, the reason that I ranked it at a five, like one of the main reasons is the way it made me feel so uncomfortable when it comes to the idea of paranoia. Like, Oh, sure. We talked Shouldn't about this. Shouldn't that be a the, good thing, though, that they nailed it? No, that's what I'm saying. Is oh, like okay. They did such a good job of making me feel uncomfortable as it relates to like paranoia and your reality falling apart because when we talked about this in the episode but um before we had watched the truman show for this show i was like oh the truman show is fun and it's cute and it's light and then we watched it i was like holy fuck like (laughs) this was a lot darker than i remember you know watching it with like an adult brain and like an adult who has lived with some like very scary or like dark situations you know like i i just was remember watching this movie and being like oh my god this is a completely different movie than what i remember it being and um so i think that that for me is just like the way that they so accurately captured like not mental illness because he's not mentally ill but like the way that they just captured like that sense of paranoia and like the anxiety that you feel when things aren't really things aren't making sense and i don't know i just thought it was so good like the scene when like the beach scene with yeah what's her name wanda or i don't even know what her name is wanda not wanda Um, oh man she has two different names too yeah i I don't don't anyway like that beach scene is just phenomenal like it's so good Oh no! Yeah, yeah. It, it it gets so chaotic in that moment. Yeah, and he's you like you could see the confusion going on, and it's like, what is For sure. going they on? They just this captured is, it perfectly. This is so weird. Like, I have no idea how to make sense of anything that's going on in this moment right now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I I Lauren Lauren is her name, I guess, or I think that was her. I think that's her fake name in the movie, Sylvia. Oh no, the fake name is Sylvia. I think her, Lauren is her first her real name. Close <laughs> enough. Know. You know something like that, dude. Um, this is, what's interesting about this movie is I've seen it so many times, like Shawshank Redemption, but it never gets old for me, man. I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know how they did it so well. I think it's another one of those things where it's like, it's that perfect marriage of like, it's light and dark because there's like a light kind of vibe to it the whole time, but it gets really dark with those, you know, those undertones. Like if you're not really, as a kid, it was a fun movie. Exactly. Yeah. There's two different stories here. Exactly. It just depends on on age. You as a viewer. Yeah. Where you are. Yeah. Yeah, You know, because as an adult, there's probably a lot of people that are like, oh, this is fun. This is quirky. This is silly. But then it's like, if you've ever had like serious stuff happen, you're like, shit, this is like real dark, real fast. (laughs) And just the the whole, I mean, I'm very much a concept guy, you know, Mm -hmm. and the concept of this, of just like this guy's life realizing pretty rapidly, you know, as an adult in his 30s or late 30s, I don't know. He's like, he's understanding that his life 
is not as like he didn't have a choice in anything like he kind of did but not really yeah. like it's it's all scripted the only thing he had a choice in during the day is there's like it's just his day-to-day how he does things mm-hmm. not necessarily what he does like his job was probably picked for him his wife was picked for him you know like it, the only thing that's not scripted is how he does things during the day and how he says things that's the only thing that's unscripted and yeah. so it's just like the idea of this guy realizing that that's all fake um, is just, oh man, it's like heartbreaking in a way. And, yeah. um, I don't know. It's just so good. And then the music, like, is something about the music is it's not necessarily like a great score, but because of the subject matter, it is. It's like, like it, perfectly matched to the yes. subject and the tone. Exactly. It's so awesome. And I'll always remember that, you know, when things are getting like, it's supposed to be like an inspirational moment or this big breakthrough for Truman. And then I can't remember exactly what's going on. And then the piano comes in and all that stuff. And then you it zooms in on the actual piano player on the moon base. And it's just like, it's so good. And just like, ugh, I don't know. It's just so awesome that it's just a great movie from like this is one yeah. that like everyone should watch and they should all watch it multiple times in my opinion. I, I agree. In different <laughs> different stages of your life, you know. Yeah, exactly. Watch Tell it your therapist five. about how you felt yeah. about it and they can maybe understand some of your trauma. <laughs> yeah. Because like that's true. Like when you're a kid, when you're like six or seven or eight watching this movie, it's like, oh man, this guy's life is a TV show. That's so funny. Yeah. And then you're like you're like 13 you're like oh man i wonder if my life's a tv show and then you're like in your 20s or 30s and you're just like man this guy's life is so messed up yeah <laughs> like, it's yeah. just so interesting there's so he many no, layers. he had no agency and he had no like yeah yeah there's just something about this like idea of like you've worked so hard to like build this life for yourself and then it's not real yeah like that's really yeah. scary to me yeah yeah and then and they yeah, just be, do a really good job of making you sit in it, you know? Yes, exactly. And um just yeah, the ending gets me every single time. Like when he starts mm-hmm. banging on that wall. I I mean I'm not like crying or anything, but it's like, oh man, like Jim Carrey really delivered in that movie. Yeah, he did so phenomenal good. in that. Yeah. So I'm glad it's in the top three. Yes, me too. Okay. Final two, big T. Last <laughs> guess. Which one? We have okay. we have I- Promising Young Woman and Parasite Left. Which one Which is number I'm one? I'm so happy they're in the top two because I love <laughs> these movies. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going to say Parasite is number two. Dude, you're right. <laughs> Look at you. This is the order I put them in. So, so. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Well, yeah. in a way, you had Birdcage at number two. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But it's like, I yeah, had, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Um, yeah, so Parasite at number two. This one, like, <laughs> so so here's here's how it kind of came down to it for me. I had, I had, um, I had it switched. On my list, Parasite was number one and Promising Young Woman was number two. Which, okay. Big T, I didn't expect that. The Promising Young Woman, that's going to be my number two? I don't know. Like, just based <laughs> off of the title, I was just like, oh, this isn't going to be. I'm so proud that 
you <laughs> liked it so much. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised. I'm just like that movie really did blow me away. It's so um, good. And so it's it's at number two for me, really, really close. But what it came down to with my ranking is and maybe it's unfair, I guess I shouldn't be doing this, but I was like, okay, Parasite. I feel like stands toe to toe in a lot of ways with our previous number one, which is the Godfather promising young woman for me doesn't beat the Godfather. Like, like I can, like I could say that in my head, like there's no way that promising young woman can like Godfather is just so brilliant to me. There's no way that it beats it. But depending on the day, I might say parasite might edge out the Godfather for me. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's where I was just like, yeah, it's got to be number one, and Promising Young Woman will be number two. Yeah, that makes sense. Dude, Parasite's so good. That Parasite movie is so good. And you should be also proud. Both of these are your picks. I know. I have the top two and the bottom two. So, <laughs> so, so I'll take it. I'll take it for the I'll win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I f- I sort of feel bad because you had six. We we each get six yeah, picks, yeah. and four of your picks are at the very bottom for me. But. Yeah, but I think I, having see. two two picks at the top, dang dude, like I did real good. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought this I, mediocre movie guy over here? <laughs> we're we're both mediocre. We're doing our best. Yeah, cinematography brilliant in Parasite. The acting brilliant. You know, just yeah. so good. And the messages and all the subtle details. For sure, oh. the the details are like really what gets that. Dude, it's so The man good. coming out of the basement with blood all over his face and the giant eyes. Oh like, my that gosh. scene will be burned in my memory forever. Dude. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. I, I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, the eyes. Oh, yes. dude. It's so yeah, that's good. terrifying. Yeah. It's crazy because that movie is just like, in a way, it's like a con movie. I think I remember saying that. It's like mm-hmm. it's a con movie, but at the same time, you're like rooting for these guys for conning these for people. For sure, for sure. Because it's like they're just getting their money, but there's also that message of like, you know, the poor tearing down the poor so that they can get what they need. And it's like so messed up. It's Mm -hmm. so messed up. And then, um, I mean, people dying. It's just like, it Mm -hmm. just gets so crazy and chaotic, but like it's a con movie and you're having fun in a way. Everything's moving, everything's flowing. There's, um whatever they're jiving along and then you got like the last maybe third or half i can't remember exactly where this falls in in terms of time it becomes like a horror film it's like what is going on you know maybe not a horror film but it gets really chaotic and really intense turns into a thriller i would say for sure yeah sure and it's just yeah it gets so intense and it does that transition so well you know yeah we've talked about other movies where it's like we didn't really know what it wanted to be and it was a little confusing yeah. and it didn't blend them you know oil and water but this yeah. one is like it just transitions so seamlessly like yeah. they do such a good job of really bringing these two ideas together well it's a massive like subversion of expectations because the whole movie you're like okay when are when is this family these rich people are when are they going to figure out that they're you know yeah. you're messing stressed around the entire or whatever time. <laughs> you're so but that's where you think it's going to go and then all of a sudden there's like this weird curveball that ends up mm-hmm. unraveling everything that you're just like what the frick dude like i did yeah. not see this coming and it just gets crazy dude i love that movie yeah and um uh, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing. I, mean, I, I also could just keep think saying that like class warfare, socioeconomic status, yeah, wealth. These are really complex, intricate 
issues by themselves. And then when you bring them together, like the interactions between class, different classes and all these yeah. different things, like these are very intricate, complex, detailed, nuanced, um, like dynamics going on. And this movie, I think just captures that so beautifully in a piece of art. Like yeah. you could, there are so many movies out there that are like, oh, rich people are bad, you know, which true, but it's just like really on the nose and it's like, hey, you didn't really think through this plot sure. very well. But this one is like, the plot is just like spot on and really, really gets into those nuances without being in your face about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh dude, it's so, yeah, that's true because like the rich in this, this family, I can't remember the last name right now. Not the parks. The parks. The, the the parks are the poor family. I think that's the poor. Really, I don't know. But whatever, whatever the the rich family. I mean, I'm looking it up right now. I have no idea if it's. I feel like it is the parks because it's kind of maybe it like is a, the parks. An American no, I think you're and right. Like and then the, the parks. yeah, I yeah. Oh, that doesn't give me anything on IMDb. It's like their actual Korean last name. I don't. I think it's the Parks, though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think because I, I just right, remember actually. thinking that sounds American or whatever, and I'm pretty sure like the Rich family would have some you know fake American last name or whatever. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they they're not necessarily bad people, right? Like they're not terrible people. They're just in their bubble and completely unaware and un caring really i guess in a way yeah and so like that's the only thing that like is like an um undesirable whatever like uh what's the characteristic of that family Mm -hmm. and so yeah like you said like it could be super on the nose with other things like oh these these rich people are like actually terrible people and they're killing or like they don't give a crap and they're just firing people and they're hunting poor people on an island like yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Um, good reference. So with this movie, it's it's way more gray, right? And really the people that are taking, you know, more like immoral kind of positions, I guess, and or actions is really, you know see that's the thing. What what's their last names? I don't know. Is it Sue? The the parks are the rich ones. Yeah. Um I feel bad. I feel like I should know. Is it, is it, uh, I could, I could, I'm pretty sure I wrote there because they have a different kind of last name than what it actually shows on IMDb as well, which is annoying. Um, or maybe I just don't understand the culture. Kim, Kim, Park and Kim. Kim, Park and Kim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, yeah, the Kim family, I feel like they're, they're really taking the more like immoral actions really throughout the film. But at the same time, it's like, you're like kind of justifying it in a way. Like you want them to win, man. I don't know. It's weird. It makes you yeah. take these positions that you wouldn't expect to take. I it's just cool. think it's really nuanced. Cause like the Kim family is doing yeah. things that are illegal. Right. Um, right. Yeah. But the Park family is doing things that are unethical. Sure. Um, okay. And I think that that is such a strong 
microcosm of the real world. Like the rich people rule the world. So they make the laws that keep them in power. So while they're doing things that are unethical, they're technically not illegal. And then in order for poor people to like move up in the world, they often, you know, if you want to have a chance, you often have to do something illegal, you know, to like make any sort of comfort or get out of that low socioeconomic status. So I just think that there's so many things in this movie that like so accurately map onto socioeconomics in the real world that I, it's just phenomenal. Like the way that they are, they mirror reality in a story that doesn't feel like they're trying to teach you a lesson is it's just, it's sure. amazing the way that it's done. I would probably say the Kims are also doing unethical things as well because they, they give people allergic reactions to get them fired <laughs> and whatever. Correct. You know? yeah, 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 sure. I, but, but yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. And then I will, I do love that that subtle detail that like that brilliant imagery of having the Kims during that flood part have to go down. Yeah, I 5, honestly still think about that stairs. today. Like it's I so good. Yeah, it is. It's so it's great. I love it. While like the while the parks are just in their nice big mansion at the top of the hill, it's so very very well expertly done. Bong Joon Ho, love that guy. I love it. I love this film. Number I can't wait for one. Number one. Yeah. Why did you freeze? I don't know. <laughs> we were talking about awkward pauses earlier. Number one, right? Is that what you're saying? You want to get to number one? Or are you saying Bong Joon Ho's number one? What are you saying? No, I feel like uh, they're just so good. They're both such good movies. You know, I wish they could both be number one. Yeah, that's true. Well, with with that said, let's get into the ultimate ranking season two movie ranking list number one position promising young woman. It's a beautiful, succinct summary. So good. Yeah. Dude, actually, you start. I started last time. Um, This is a movie that I fall in love with the more I watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think the plot to this movie, to me, is captivating from the first moment. And it's captivating throughout the movie. Um, I think the main character is so nuanced and so interesting. And I absolutely love the ending to this film. Um, and the messages behind it are relevant. And I love a good, like, comeuppance to someone who has done something bad, especially when it's poetic justice and all of these people get some sort of poetic justice. Um, and Max Greenfield trying to sneak out of a wedding is hilarious. So, um, I just, this is like a movie that I'm like, I really don't have anything bad to say about it or very little to say about it in a negative sense. Yeah. The, I mean, the only bad thing that I could, could potentially have to say about it is how on the nose it is with some of the, some of the, like the male characters. Cause it is ridiculous. And I mean, it's a little, but again, if you, if you think about it through, this is through Cass's lens. Yes. Which it's supposed to be, I think. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be completely through her lens and filter. They, it totally makes sense for them to be such a cartoon version of, yes. of men, you know? And I think that they are written intentionally cartoonish because they are there to serve as sort of a red herring of like, look how bad these other men are. 
I don't remember Bo Burnham's character's name, but um, yeah. he is such a good guy. He's a nice guy compared to all of these other men that are clearly villains, you know? Oh, yeah, sure. And then I think that it's supposed to be this red herring so that you're kind of like, oh, yeah, there. this is like, you know, he's going to save the day and they're going to get married. And then at the end of it, you're like, oh, OK, so all men are trash. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> at least in this movie, I don't think I'm trash, but whatever. I feel like I'm a decent guy. Um, That's what a trash human would say. I said I think I'm a decent guy. I'm giving myself some wiggle room for I just kidding. Being an a-hole some days, I'm sure. I don't know. Um, dude. Yeah. I mean, what yeah, Cass, one of the one of the greatest characters of all time. Riveting from start to finish. Loved her character. And she has like like it's such a good range too because she goes like I I kept using like flip switch casts or whatever like she mm-hmm. goes from like you know she's just cute she's um but at the same time like really uh sarcastic and whatever and it's just funny and playful yeah. in a way and I, and I like that but then she gets to like really like I'm the boss of you Cass and it's just like I own you Cass mm-hmm. and like that switch is just like whoa dude and um. I think I said it off the air, but like it got me hot and bothered. Or maybe I said it. I either <laughs> said it off the that. air or on the air, but I said it got me it's hot and bothered. On the air sometimes. now. <laughs> oh no! And it's just like, wow, man, this character is so good. And then just the fact that she had everything so well thought out. The only thing that didn't go, go according to plan was the lawyer totally owning up to everything, and she didn't expect yeah. that because yeah. through her lens, all men are garbage. This is the one guy, even with that lens, he somehow broke. He through. did the worst of things, right? Yeah, yeah. He did. He did a horrible thing, and yet he just he kept apologizing and apologizing and apologizing and all this yeah. stuff, and it's just like, oh wow, okay, so this guy actually feels remorse, whereas all the other, all the other people, you know, male, female, whatever. Um, they only owned up to it when there were stakes involved, you know? Yeah, yeah. When they so were suddenly just, the person in danger. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's just like, I don't know. that. Like, that's the only thing that didn't go according to plan. Otherwise, she's just so brilliant. Mm-hmm. And the music was, was good. I think the cinematography was good. Again, like, I think of that shot where she's looking at um, whatever his name, the bad guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, I don't have the movie. I thought I had Al? the movie. I think Al, right? Is it Al? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Um, when she discovers him again and looks at the pictures of his profile or whatever, and um, and she's just kind of sitting on her bed in the dark. Actually, no, it's not that. She's not looking at his profile yet. It's the slideshow of, of her and... Um, Nina? Oh, no. Yeah, Nina. Oh, I feel bad. I'm one of those men that didn't know her name. Uh-oh. She's coming for me. You're trash. I'm trash. You're right. I am a trash can. Um, yeah, Nina. And just them together, and she's just sitting in the dark, obviously stewing in all of these emotions that she was kind of pushing aside finally after all these years or whatever because she thought that she had found someone that she's really into and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And she was kind of actually moving forward in life. Um, and then just like you could tell in that moment, in that scene, in that shot, in the mm. dark with that slideshow everything just rushing back in and totally in the darkest of crevices in her mind, you know? I think that that shot's so good. I love that shot. But brilliant film. Again, I think it's very brilliant. The casting, 
all of these people that you love from different shows or movies or whatever and pretty much every them every one of them disappointing you and because mm-hmm. you love them so much as people outside of this movie it disappoints you so much more yeah falling really? from the pedestal even farther you know yep dude yeah i just i like i said i love poetic justice so this movie's full of it and so glad that it was number 1 no yeah number 1 yeah yeah number 1 yeah yeah Doo-doo-doo. Good job. Hey, actually, you know what? Season one and season two, the number ones were your picks, I think. Didn't you pick The Godfather or did I pick The Godfather? I think you picked The Godfather. Oh, really? Okay. Really? I don't know. What were the movies before and after it? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. (laughs) Let me look. Because in my head, I don't know, actually. Yeah, I I have no idea. The Godfather. You watch Godfather. The Godfather. No, oh yeah, oh, it was yours. Yeah, I right. picked. I it picked, was mine. Yeah. Okay, so I have a win. You have a win. We're tied. Season we're three both winners. Yeah. Hey, man, pretty good. You know what's funny is thinking back on the season. I was I was thinking like, man, I feel like this wasn't mm. there wasn't as many good films kind like of a as, dud. as season one. It was kind of a dud season, except for you know a few standouts, and like there's there's a couple of duds you know for me, but at the same yeah. time. Like when I was going through the rankings, I'm like, actually, these are all really good films. Yeah, I was the same way. I was the same way. <laughs> really like, surprising. I was like, oh, I liked all of these. Like, I would probably rewatch almost every single one of these. I don't need to watch A Simple Favor or The Usual Suspects. That's why I said almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, good stuff, man. Season two. This yeah, this this episode, this special episode number two, rankings of season two. This marks the end. <sighs> what a journey it's That's been. A wrap. I'll go on hiatus now. Take a few months to go see the mountains. Go to a beach somewhere. Just kidding. Yay! Oh man. Oh <laughs> dude, school. My daughter starts school this week, so vacation time is over. Gonzo's. Um, season three. We'll be coming up. Um, what is it? The first episode will be episode, or sorry, September fourth is Labor when, Day. Oh, is that Labor Day? I don't remember when day like holidays. It's are, a federal like, holiday, so you should know it. Yeah, I should know it. Do I give a crap? No, I'm just kidding. I get work off. So, what's up with all these people giving labor on? Going through labor on on one day. It's so. nine months after Christmas. <laughs> Wait, really? Is that true? Well, September is nine months after Christmas, is but that's not why it's called oh Labor gosh. Day. Oh my gosh, it's called Labor Day for that reason. I'm just kidding. Um, that has, that's a funny coincidence, though. Anyway, okay, the first episode of season three will be going up September 4th, Labor Day, nine months after Christmas when everyone's getting busy. And, um, oh... Big T just gave me his eyebrows, you know, the the wiggles, whatever. I don't know what you call those, whatever. Eyebrow raises. Um, Yeah, and we'll be covering Interstellar. So if you didn't know that from the previous episode, you know, maybe there's episodes that you're skipping because you're not interested in the movie. Um, Although the previous episode was Promising a Woman. Obviously, it's our number one. You should probably watch it. Um, Get ready for Interstellar, September 4th, first movie of season three. I'm excited. Also... You know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna replace 
Layers of Favorites with a new game. And I kind of want to do that. Every season have a different game. So Was Layer of Favorites only season two? We didn't yeah, have season I, one? Yeah, we, no, we didn't. I don't. Oh, cool. I don't I'm think we did. Sure. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I entered. I was like, you know what? Let's let's put a game into season two. And I'm going to okay. swap it out. Well, you I'm don't keeping Hollywood you rather, so. Okay, I was going to say, you don't have to. Don't worry about it. But I want to. Um, do it. Also, kind of because both of those games are pretty similar, so it's like we should probably break it up a little bit. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, though, but I'll try to be more prepared for season one or episode <laughs> one of season three than I was the previous episode because I did not know what I was doing. All right, cool. Thanks a lot for listening. Big T, always a pleasure. I'll probably talk to you like next week or something. We need to figure out when we're going to record this Interstellar episode. <laughs> talk to my secretary, my receptionist, you know, we'll get you on the books. Your dog. Is your dog I your don't. secretary? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I'll get right on that. Okay. Thanks again. Have have a good rest of your month. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.